Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right, John. This week, we are reviewing Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. Dude, true to my word, I watched not just the beginning of Ted Lasso, but I watched all of Ted Lasso season one on the old Apple TV subscription thingy. That's awesome. Um, I'm so glad that you watched that. So we'll, uh, we'll review that a little bit later. Um, and, uh, well, we have a couple picks of the week that we'll get to. Um, but first, John, what have you been up to this week? Man, uh, other than the, the Ted Lasso watch marathon thing, um, not much, not a whole mm. lot. Um, it's funny, like some of those episodes of that show, show are like, are like shorter, some of them are longer. And it's like, I love that, that, that form of television of just like being able to have like whatever the story needs for that episode or whatever. Um, and, uh, like I, I, I'm digging that. I like, I like that aspect of, uh, of, of new streaming television that it's not tied down to like 22 minutes or 42 minutes or whatever. Yeah. I think like, it's interesting because, you know, shows like Ted Lasso, I think do that well. And then, you know, like other shows like WandaVision, I'm always like, man, this is just too short. Even yeah. like there was a, there was an episode that was 42 minutes long and it just like, mm-hmm. they're just, it was just too short. And I don't know if it's because it's more, um, it's less episodic and it's it's more mm. uh, linear and connected. So like yeah, yeah, you yeah. really just like literally have a cliffhanger every single episode. Whereas in Ted Lasso, you don't necessarily. Sure. Um, but yeah. I mean, and I guess like it's, to me, like it's it, it depends on like what you're what you're trying to present. I think like with with WandaVision, it clearly is trying to do the whole like this is just a straight up cliffhanger every episode, right. and you're gonna want more. You know, you're gonna want more. Yeah, answers. they're, they're doing it intentionally. Yeah, it's like a it's like a lost thing where it's like basically the episode the episode uh, story breaks are like half like halfway through an episode where it's like we sort of resolved this midway through this episode. Now let's start something new and right whenever it starts to get tasty cut you off you know yeah um and then but with ted lasso it's like it literally is just like oh you have this ongoing thing but you pretty much resolve like the big plot from each episode you know and then you have like these overarching things another episode another show that doesn't do it like to the satisfaction of like people is is mandalorian like people just want those to be longer um yeah, and that's less like um, you know, like cliffhangery. Uh, yeah. And honestly, for me, it's just kind of like, like, I for the most part, I think they are appropriate. I do sure. wish they were longer. Like, I, I, I think for me, I just want the stories that they're telling to be more weighty and substantial like some of them i was was totally fine with some of them like well like literally nothing happened this episode yeah yeah i mean and i guess like for me some of those like shorter episodes it was it's almost like yeah it's it's almost like basically like oh you know you're like what happened what even happened to this episode or whatever you know and and i guess like that's the that's what you're talking about with like oh it just needed a little bit more story-wise to happen um but i'm also used to with star wars these longer form things aside Mm -hmm. from like clone wars or whatever but a lot of times even in clone wars they would do like three or four episode arcs which amounts to you know an hour and a half of television you know so it's like these 30 minute mandalorian episodes feel like man i'm sitting down to watch a 
Star Wars. You know, shouldn't it be shouldn't it be longer than this? <laughs> so you know, totally. that's partially partially with the length of it is there. But I do like that that people aren't necessarily constrained to uh, to the limit of like oh, 42 minutes because of commercials or whatever, or they're right. not necessarily like forced into that if the story doesn't need it. Like a 33 minute episode is like totally legit, totally fine. You know. Oh, and that's um, like a, I mean, and yeah. we've been kind of in this world for a while with like Netflix shows and Stranger Things. Sure. So I'm just I'm just I love not having to have commercials in general. Like the commercial. <laughs> so I recently, so I'll like kind of jump into like what I've been up to uh, along those same lines. So I start. I watched through. We binged the first season. It's on Netflix now of uh, The Sinner. It's on um, it, or it was on USA, and it's this sure. murder mystery. Sure. It's got. I would I would recommend it. It's it's like it's a it's a great like murder mystery kind of like it's one of the twistiest. Murder mystery shows I've ever seen in my you life. You are uh, you are very into the old murder mystery. Yeah, like. I, don't, I don't know why. It's you know, it's like I don't know. They just keep they keep uh, keep giving them to me, and then You're I keep that watching murder them. She wrote wrote you know vibes basically. There, Chris. Yeah, it's like you know, I mean, kind of get you know how we used to w- watch uh, what was that? Diagnosis murder all the time back yes. in the day. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Diagnosis murder. There was Matlock, and then there's Murder She Wrote, and I think they yes. were all on within like a string, maybe different channels or whatever. But like they were all on like at the same time. And yeah. I remember like the reruns of like you know these other things are are on. And I'm like I remember like bouncing back and forth between all of them, and I still to this day get some of them confused. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I was watching that show, um, and it does like because it was it aired on USA it. It does have commercial like spots where commercials mm. are, and it just feels weird now in today's Ugh. like landscape. It's like you know because they'll pick up, you know, like there'll be kind of a mini cliffhanger, then like two seconds later it picks back up, you know, and like you're like, <laughs> what is happening? This is so yeah. weird. You like hear a gunshot, and you're like, oh my gosh, and then like yeah. you come back, and it's like somebody fired it into the air, and you're like, why? What was the point of that? Well, I'm like, I just can't remember the last time I've watched a show like that that actually aired on television sure. that had commercial breaks. Sure. Yeah, most of the time, even if they do have commercial breaks, it's 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 a smooth transition rather than it being like this ridiculous. Yeah. Like we build yeah. up to the commercial break, and we'll see you in a second. You know, well, like, like ah! I said, because it's because it, like there's there's multiple twists within each episode sometimes, yeah. and I'm just like, what? Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. And if uh, I, the the classic like fade to black and fade back, it's just like, wow, oh my gosh, this is yeah. This thing, so I don't even ancient. know if they ever faded to black, and they just like cut to black. It's just like <laughs> cut to black. Okay, now we're back. Like, that's the way it's it plays. so funny, man. It's just like any seconds of like a black screen within my like television, I'm just like, what is this? This is a thing of yesteryear, you know? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, well, cool. Yeah, I mean, that's what I've been up to. Is there, was there anything else that you had? I mean, not not a whole whole lot. I'm, uh, I'm you know I'm playing playing some Switch. I've been uh, but that was basically it though. Like literally, it's just the uh, mm. just basically I've been like, okay, I've got a free second. Let me watch some Ted Lasso. You know, yeah. so that's that's yeah. basically it for me. Uh, anything else on on your side? No, just the center. It's and I, I want to reiterate. It's got Bill Pullman in it. He's great. Jessica Biel in it. She's great. It's just a it's a it's a it's a well done show. Chris, you're the second person that I've heard. Like, really talk about this show oh man and the Who first else? person like it was it was it was uh one of my other friends uh and he was like he was like yeah the first two seasons are awesome and the la- mm, like well, the third you know, but but like i don't and so like it made me want to watch the show though now that you've mentioned oh, okay. now i've heard it from two sources this is gonna become yeah. like if i hear it from a third or a fourth i'm gonna have to like watch it because of ted lasso like i you know yes 
I don't really know. Like I'm, I haven't because I, I kind of just don't want spoilers. So I don't even want to know. Like as good as the first season was, I went into that just on someone's recommendation, not even knowing what what it was about. And so like I didn't even read the description of the show. I just, I just you were just like click. Watched it. I'm on. You know. so I kind of like don't want to figure this out, sure, but I'm like sure. I I, I kind of get the vibes because it seemed like the way that Netflix was like pushing it in front of my face that maybe mm. they did the third season on Netflix, maybe Netflix produced it or something. It got canceled. Interesting. Netflix did it. I don't know. I don't know. I just know that like there's something different about the third season, kind of what you kind of <laughs> alluded to in terms of quality, possibly. I we'll I see. don't know. Like I I mean, and that you know the uh, it being on Netflix like. Sometimes you know whenever it's like a new Netflix thing because you're like Netflix made this thing right, you know. Yeah. So they they try to put like some sort of a weird movie in front of you and you're like, mm, feel like there's <laughs> some sort of ulterior motive here. You may have produced this. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, um, later we're going to uh, review Ted Lasso. But first, <laughs> pick of the week. Pick of the week. <laughs> Chris, yeah. what is your pick of the week? My pick of the week is another TV show, John. What? Uh, so uh, you can watch it on Hulu if you missed it live, uh, but uh, watch the season premiere of Young Rock. It is a fictitious story about um, Dwayne The Rock Johnson Dude, uh, I- running, running for president in 2032 and <sighs> going on a talk show reminiscing about his life and telling his life story. And so you see, like there are like basically three, so far three different versions of of himself as a young uh, younger person um, that is portrayed. So he's around like ten in one of them, seventeen in another, no, fifteen in another, and uh, he's in college in the third. That's awesome. I remember people talking about this one like um, a. A while back, maybe he tweeted about it or like put an Instagram post about it or something like that. Like a long time ago, that it was gonna happen, and I was like intrigued by it. So I'm, I'm still intrigued. I had just completely forgotten that it existed. Yeah, and so like, I mean, this is the thing. Like, I mean, I mean, okay, I love The Rock, so I'll preface it with that. But I will admit, some of his like movies can be kind of you know like hit or miss, like Rampage. Uh, I think we reviewed that. Did we review that on the podcast? We here? did, in we fact, did. review that on the podcast, yeah. Chris. That was not a great movie. It, w- um, it was. It was not. Not especially coming after uh, San Andreas, which was which was a good movie. You, yeah, you really enjoyed that movie a lot. I love so. that movie. Yeah, um, and so I, you know, I kind of always go into this kind of stuff, you know, with a healthy dose of skepticism. Yeah, but at the very least, you're going to look at The Rock for a while, do some cool things. Yeah. And, but in this, it's someone else playing right. The Rock. And so that's yes. the, that's the hang-up I have here is like, it's not like I'm going into a Rock movie and it's like, this might be, you know, bad, but, the, you know, at the bare minimum, I'm watching The Rock for an hour and a half, you know? Yeah, and oddly enough, so like what really made this great was not necessarily The Rock uh, or his, uh, I mean, it was funny, like the the what is considered in the story current day, you know, of twenty thirty two. Like he's he's uh, he's funny there, but then like it's the cast of characters around him as he's growing up. So like his dad uh, being a professional wrestler, there's all these wrestlers around. Um, you know, one of them being like Andre the Giant. Like these are real like people who existed, um, and like 
the cast of characters around him is really funny. Even like whenever he's like 15 and he, there's this, you know, like I forgot what the guy's name was. There's this like, he meets this like random, like homeless looking dude. Um, who's, uh, well, man, he was just hilarious. Uh, he's got this best friend. That's really funny. Um, and so I, I honestly like really enjoyed it. Like I kind of, um, I don't know why it kind of reminded me of it, but like some of the humor kind of reminds me of like new girl kind of style humor because nice. of the, the use of flashbacks and stuff like that. I think that's awesome, dude. That's awesome. I mean, and that's like, you know, I feel like that's where you would get into with this. Cause again, like it's, it's like, it have to be good. It has to be good because it's yeah. not just like it gets carried because the rock is amazing and, and awesome, you know? Right. Um, yeah. He's not carrying this movie. It's right. like the, the, his younger self is carrying this movie. Right, which is, which is, which is, I feel like, awesome. And I feel like the pressure would be on. And so it's nice to know that everyone's risen to the occasion of, like, you know, representing this, this thing well. It's awesome. Yeah. Uh, John, what's your pick of the week? My pick of the week this week, Chris, is something I, I, I haven't dug into a ton, but I've read, like, uh, the first chapter of. Uh, but it is the Star Wars The High Republic Light of the Jedi novel, uh, from Charles Charles Soule. Um, if you remember a year ago, like a, literally a year ago, they announced that like, oh, and in our, you know, the comics and in the um, books that we're going to put out for Star Wars, we're going to go back into the High Republic uh, time period, which is after the, uh, like, what we know of as the, um, oh, what is it? The Old Republic. It's after the Old Republic, but before the Episode One. Um, so it's like a couple hundred years before Episode One or whatever. And uh, and so it's essentially like oh, they're branching out into the galaxy, and we're we're doing you know these uh, large pilgrimages to like bring bring settlers out to these uh, unexplored planets and that sort of thing, um, out to the outer rim. And uh, anyway, so I've started reading the book, and uh, it's it, there's like an excerpt on uh, Apple Apple Books or whatever, and it's it's really good so far. It's, it's got an emotional opener, Chris. It's got a very nice. emotional opener. I have no idea where it's going, but I read the opener. I thought like, so I'll tell you I'll tell you what happens. I'll tell you like with the first chapter, right? You get acclimated to this group of people, and you're like, oh, you know, these are the people I'm, I'm gonna be like having at least some portion of this story told with. And you're like, you know, form these these connections or whatever. And then all of that is subsequently ripped away in a traumatic and tragic event that I'm sure will shape the events of the follow, like the rest of the book. So it like pulls one of those on you. Um, and uh, and I, I, so far I'm in. I'm, I'm like, you know, I'm like, man, I, I, uh, I want to finish the rest of this book. So the sample got me, Chris. I'm going to buy the book. Nice. That's awesome. I'll have to check that out. I, can't, I mean, I if they're gonna delve and you know, spend a lot of time back there, I kind of, I mean, I I'd love to, you know, at least you know know what's going on. Sure. So, the thing like that like the way. thing that that made me dive in was whenever they announced that like all like fourteen of those uh, Star Wars television shows for Disney Plus like back last year or whatever. Um, one of them was called The Acolyte. Um, and this was the one that had like the least amount of info about it, but supposedly, uh, it is about this kind of time period, um, and in the high Republic or whatever. And the acolyte kind of, to me implies like something like Sith kind of like where you're like, Oh, this is somebody like, you know, becoming an apprentice to a Sith Lord or something like that. So that's kind of like where, 
uh, my interest in this time period kind of came from where it's like, okay, if they're going to transition into telling some of these stories through other media, like through the television shows, and it's not just going to be like relegated to, to the novels, maybe I should at the very least like give the first one a chance, you know, give the first kind of outing with it uh, a chance to figure out, hey, does this, is this something that I'm interested in within the Star Wars universe? Totally. All right, so my pick of the week was... Wait, I just forgot what my pick of the week... Oh, Young Rock. And yours is... Star Wars Light of the Jedi, The High Republic by Charles Soule. All right, John. So, um, since I've... I mean, if anybody's listened to this podcast over the, over the past couple of weeks, I've, I've talked about Ted Lasso uh, yeah. both the past two episodes. Uh, so I kind of want to start off and get your we'll do some spoiler free stuff but man what did you uh think of ted lasso man it is such a good show like it is everything that i kind of wanted it to be um it's uh i think the, the perfect way that you described it i guess it was last time we talked about it was like this is like a uh kind of a hbo dramedy um and like where it's like okay it's got some dark elements it's got some dark things in there themes in there um people deal with some stuff some some issues but it's like it's it comes at it from like a really heartwarming uh lighthearted kind of a, a perspective um and that's like something that that i you know i appreciate where i'm like ah oh, man this is like it's it's a uh, more positive look at uh this this group of people which i i very much appreciate not going into like too much of the like heavy dire you know darkness uh of uh, of the human psyche <laughs> yeah i mean uh yeah i think it i mean it, and it's just like it's because of like who the who the character of ted lasso is and i think sure. he's very like um He's a very inspiring person. He has his head on his shoulders, but he still deals with stuff. It's, it feels, it feels honestly, like feels, uh, feels very real at the same time as being uplifting, which is interesting. Right, right, and that's it's it's just a it's a very unique dynamic that I I don't necessarily um, see very many other places, you know. Um, because it's because it's like this story. While it's outlandish in the setup of like, oh, the football club type situation, that's pretty outlandish. Of like, oh, let's get a you know American football coach to coach this team of uh, of of you know European f football uh, players. But like, it's like, oh, that's that's pretty pretty far fetched. But at the same time, like everything outside of that initial conceit is like totally like reasonable to like to investigate and like the, you know the reactions that people have to the different situations that they're put in. Um, is completely, uh, completely like you're like I, I could see this happening. Like I could, I could see these people actually existing. <laughs> totally. Um, so uh, I think you know, it's, it's obviously the people, the person everyone's going to know is Jason Sudeikis, right? Um, and he just does a phenomenal job. He really carries the whole whole thing. And uh, like I just, I hadn't thought of him as you know someone who could carry a, a television show like on mm -hmm. his own yet. You know, I just hadn't seen him as a a leading even in the movies he's always either part of an ensemble or kind of a supporting character sure um, sure but dude he freaking killed it yeah he he nails it and and the thing is like he I, I forgot it was him. Like in other things that I see him oh, in, totally. like if he's a sporting cast or if or with a sporting cast or if he's like, you know, a uh, you know, kind of a a supporting actor himself, like it's just it's it's always him whereas this it's just he like 
invisibly like is in this role. I'm not sure if it's the mustache, you know. I'm not sure if it's that. <laughs> I don't know if it's that, or if it's the accent, you know, like the yeah. the country kind of accent. Yeah, yeah. It, but like he totally just disappears into the role. Where I, I at one point I was like, wait a second, that's that. Yeah, I, I had to like snap back to reality of like that's Jason Sudeikis. Like this is, you know, it's not it's not like just he just Tad Ted Lasso exists because it's Jason Sudeikis. But it's it, he does such a good job with that role, man. Yeah, and I, I mean, you, you really fall in love with the rest of the characters, Coach Beard. Sure, even the ones that initially you don't like, you know. Yeah, well, and yeah, we can get that in the kind of the spoilers too, of like some of that kind of <laughs> sure. stuff. Um, uh, and I think, like, dude, like uh, whoever was the music supervisor on this, like, uh, each episode kind of ends with this like song, and like, they, dude, they were real great song selections and real appropriate for the the feeling and emotion of the moment. So I need to confirm this, Chris. I'm going to confirm who mm. it is, and it's going to make so much sense whenever I confirm who it is. If I can confirm who it is, let me find IMDb here. <laughs> There's specifically a moment where um, they were talking about, oh, rats, why can't I remember the name of the artist that was supposed to show up at a at an event that didn't, and then the song that they, they leave yeah. playing at the end is that artist. Why can't I remember the name right now? I'm looking it up. Um so the music is by Marcus Mumford of Mumford and Sons. So like that's that you know, and it's like throughout the whole thing, it, it doesn't sound well, like just a Mumford and Sons yeah. soundtrack uh, the whole time. But it definitely like there are times within just the basics of the soundtrack where you're like, oh man, like this, that's that's like that's Mumford and Sons. You know, they're playing piano oh, totally. and it's well, like he, yeah, oh, in the. It's in the sports kind of a way, and you're like, man, I didn't know Mumford and Sons could do like a sports soundtrack. You know. <laughs> Yeah, and he's doing. Yeah, they did like the theme song is Mumford and Sons, and uh, in that style, kind of. Uh, the song I'm talking about is Robbie Williams. So Robbie Williams is supposed to show up at one of the events, and then the song That's that they right. close with is Robbie Williams. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, you know, right. it's just That's it's such just, a good uh, moment. Yeah, they, I know, and that's they just do some really cool things um, with the music, and it's interesting. It was interesting that they shows that vibe, but it totally works. Yeah, yeah. Um, Tom Howie uh, did the music as well, like some of the some of the other things on on it. Um, I'm assuming probably some of the the supervising as far as like what song to use when and that sort of thing. But like it's it's such a good show, man. Like from the t- from top to bottom, the only thing that that uh, I have to criticize with the show really is that uh, some of the on the field soccer stuff um, mm. doesn't quite come off as like authentic. Or real to me, like sometimes, and I'm not sure if it's like the 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 like camera angles, the framing. I'm not sure if it was all like if it's just the fact that this it's the actors on the field and not like you know they're not like you know Premier League soccer players, but like it's just a, that was the only criticism that I had it was like there was a couple times and not all the time, but a couple times where I was like. Huh, that doesn't feel quite like I would imagine that a uh, a football match would would feel, you know? Yeah, I agree. And I think, like, I was trying to figure out what was going on. I think there's several things going on. There's, it's, they're probably, they're intercutting, like, the actors, like, actually, like, close-ups on the field. And then Mm -hmm. they're, like, interspersing that with actual soccer players that they are, um, that are shown kicking the ball and... Mm -hmm that type of thing. And then on top of that, I don't really think they're actually in a, a stadium full of people. It's just all digital. And mm. I, that part makes it also look fake. Interesting. Like that, that would, would definitely do it. Um, I know that like one of the locations, uh, let me see. Uh, let me see. Uh, 
I won't say that, but yeah, because I, 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 I was about to say like I think they did film in one, but which they probably did, but I'm not sure. Oh, if I think that they was did. I just, I'm just saying the, pe- the, the yeah, the people aren't there. Like those, it, yeah, the, it's always always kind of really blurred out in the background, and there's yeah. nothing specific other than like they show this one section where the owner's box is over and over and over right. again. That's really the only time because it does. Mm-hmm. It looks real You're weird, right. and I was like, what is happening right now? <laughs> you know, right? And, and it's probably honestly probably some kind of like I I don't know when they filmed this, but. If it was any time during COVID, you know, they're not uh, sure. filming with these huge crowds, you know. Yeah, it's like they couldn't pack the stands out or whatever, you know. Yeah. Interesting, um, interesting. And it can't, they can't put, you know, just cardboard cutouts in there like they did for the Super Bowl. <laughs> that looks a little <laughs> Or like weird. they would do it like behind the plate and baseball <laughs> and stuff, you know. Well, yeah. The funny thing was like the Super Bowl because they had all these cardboard cutouts in the stands and like there was – well, but I didn't. I didn't initially realize it, you know, um, because you know the cameras are cutting around and stuff. But then whenever they did the national anthem, and then there's this guy in the background who was just like with his hands up in this like weird like cheer pose, you know. I was like, <laughs> okay, that's a weird pose to, to keep throughout this whole whole national anthem. And then he didn't move <laughs> afterwards. I'm like, that's a cardboard cutout. Um, all right, you ready to spoil this thing? Yes, I am ready to spoil Ted Lasso. All right, so we're gonna spoil it in five. Four, three, two, one. Throw out a spoiler. Do you think they win the game, but then they lose the game? Oh man! Yeah, I know that was a uh, that was a uh, it was a uh, it was a uh, exciting moment, but then also a bummer. Yeah, um, it was, and it, so it happened so quickly. I'm glad <laughs> they like did it so quickly. Where you're like, you're like, wait a second, it's still on. Yeah. You know? Oh, totally. Yeah. What's what's um what's funny is at the end, you know, he kind of honestly outlined what I think is probably going to be the next couple seasons oh, yeah. where he's like, well, next year we're going to come back and we're going to get promoted back into this sure. league and then we're going to have to win this league. And so like yeah. that's well, they they have two more seasons planned. Right. So that's clearly, 100% what's going to happen. Clearly the uh clearly the writers have <laughs> like that's that's how far they've mapped out, you know. Right. Right. Um, uh, and that's yeah. and honestly, like that was the first thing I was like, I was thinking, I was like, how do they do? Like, if they win this match, how do they do a season two? And then they didn't, and I was like, okay, that's great. I'm I'm good with that. <laughs> yeah, and I think like so going back to your previous point with some of these characters, like they did a really good job of like some people that you initially just like like are don't like, you know, like Roy yeah. Kent, you don't like at the at the beginning. No. You're like this guy is a jerk, and then you end up loving him at the end. And even Jamie Tart, who you're like this oh, is yeah. an even bigger jerk. Yeah, this guy, um, this guy is got, like is the worst. <laughs> yeah, and then by the end, you're like you're actually rooting for him, even though he really hasn't even realized uh, that he you. It's like you as the audience see more potential in him in him than he does in himself. Yeah, and, and I think like, that was that was the biggest thing in this whole situation of this whole show. Like it was fascinating to watch it happen. Where like uh, what is it, episode one or whatever? Um, they like they meet somebody and they're like such a big jerk to him and ted lasso goes he's like man he's like he's gonna be even more mad whenever we win him over (laughs) (laughs) yes and they do and he does and then you know uh and he is more mad at him because they want him over totally well he is because he thinks he traded him then at that point you know um and that was, you know, like I, I'm, I, I'm glad we kind of resolved that side of it because I honestly didn't want to go a whole nother season sure. with, like, uh, the owner uh, Rebecca uh, fighting against the team actually succeeding and winning. Yeah, about midway through the season, like, or of of television, like, you realize you're like, man, like, 
she doesn't really want to do this. Like, and like, and yeah. that was the, a nice thing to have like going on in the background of like her transition. And then like, but she, then she keeps doubling down on it because she keeps getting like more and mm-hmm. more, um, like, you know, salt thrown in the wound, uh, by, yeah, her, like constantly. By, the, by the one person that you hate throughout the entire thing, oh, which yeah. is uh, totally. her ex-husband. And you're just like, this person is just terrible. Um, He's the worst. and so, yeah, just just awful, and even like you know, it's it it was nice to see the dynamic of like Ted being like fake nice to the guy, you know, and uh, and then you know checking to make sure like she's okay whenever he has his back turned or whatever. Like that was always like you're right. just like man, this is such a real situation. <laughs> yeah, I know, oh. I know, and, and well, and it's just such a petty a petty situation that you're like, oh man, this is just the worst. Yeah, um, and I, I do love like whenever they finally did have her like reveal like what she'd been doing the whole thing to Ted like that whole like the build up for that was so cathartic of like he comes back and, mm-hmm. and he does it again where he just rubs more salt in the wound and then she like rather than like fly off the handle and like do something um, you know mean to the team she goes and she, she's just like she comes comes clean and like I thought like that was yeah. it's such a good like character development it's such a good she wasn't forced into doing the right thing in that moment because right. like like, you know, and because that was also what I was worried about was like, man, are we gonna force this person into doing the right thing? Because um, like all along the way, you're like, well, she really wants to do the right thing. She just doesn't, you know, have the have the reason to right now, or have the foresight well, to have, see what's gonna yeah, happen. Like the emotional strength to do that right now, you know, because right. she's, she's hurt and all she's thinking about is hurting him, right. not really like what at whatever at whatever cost, you know. Right, and like, and it's just like such a good like that's such a a deep thing for this show to deal with like throughout the whole season and, and like you said i'm glad we didn't go into season two still dealing with this uh yeah. we're still having this hanging over everybody's heads you know where it's yeah. like in that final game like she wanted him to win just as much as anybody else and right. uh and whenever they don't like she's just upset about it you know a little bit too so she wasn't celebrating the fact that they lost right yeah well and she kept ted at, at yeah. in the end which was oh, yeah. great yeah, and that's that's awesome. I uh, man, and the the relationship that she has with Ted is just fascinating to watch throughout the whole thing because like she's so resistant to it at the beginning, and yeah. just like just like the other person's like, ah, oh, you know, it's gonna gonna win him over, you know, and and the yep. uh, the style of coaching, the style of uh, of of person that he is, just wins everybody over. The one thing that I did find a little bit like little less than believable in a lot of cases was like the whole uh, his his uh, divorce, like with his his wife, um, that sort of thing. It's like everybody like he loves loves the guy and she seems to like him too but then like then uh, they they end up it ends up just not working out and so that was one of the things that i uh, i was like well i feel like they could have presented that a little bit more like in a different way to kind of make me believe it a little bit more um that sort of well thing. it happens so, so quickly and it, you just kind of sure. come into that situation with already uh, so much baggage basically it's it's yeah. basically a done deal like they're oh, yeah, super separated and halfway across the world at the beginning right. of the show and right. so um, it's there's not a whole lot to actually like work through there, other than like yeah. this, I mean this relationship's already in the final throes right. by the time we start this this series. Right. I mean, you only have like two moments necessarily that really deal mm-hmm. with it, and that was with uh, whenever they came to visit, and then and then uh, whenever he signs the papers or whatever, and like yeah. that, like only having that amount of time with it, it just made it feel like a little like 
less than real, you know, a little less than, mm. you know, where I'm just like, man, this is like surreal. You know, it's like, this is, yeah. and maybe that's, maybe that was intentional because that's how he felt about it too. I don't know. You know, that's, it's something that the show does really well of keeping you in the perspective of, of Ted Lasso in a lot of ways, even mm. though, you know, everything that's going on with all the other characters and you don't like just follow from his perspective, you still kind of like have the, almost have the mindset as you're watching it of Ted, as this stuff is happening where he's like, Oh man, don't do that guy. Don't do that. Don't, yeah. you know, and, and you know, yeah. you're rooting for the things that Ted roots for and you're, and you're hoping for the things that Ted hopes for. Yeah. I don't know if I found that like not believable. I think it's just like, for me, it was kind of a, uh, it was used as a, it wasn't, it's not even really a major plot device. It's used as a catalyst yeah. for, um, him to experience some, um, some friction early on and, and sure. to explain why he's there and why he's away from his family and give him some motivation and all that kind yeah. of stuff. Well, and then I guess like it did, it did take me back where it's like whenever he was having the rough, the rough night where like he was, you know, but when we're signing the papers or whatever, like that did have like a, a impact in that I was like, man, this dude's still human. Like he's not just oh, like totally. some, yes. some source of positivity, um, you know, and he still deals uh, with stuff he, and anxiety, right, yeah, you know, he still has, you know, breakdowns like everybody else. And he still has like these, these major things going on, um, and so, yeah, I thought that was like, that was a way to deal with his character and to, to kind of bring him, bring him down to earth and, you know, where he's not just some superhuman character. Yeah, totally. All right. Uh, I'm ready to rate this thing if you are. Yeah, dude. I, uh, I think I'm, I'm, I'm ready to rate this thing. I, the other thing is this season two is happening. It's happening in the summer. They announced that like this week that it's nice. like, uh, it's coming out this summer. So That's I'm very great. excited about that, dude. I love that. It's so, so soon. Yeah, it's like I, I did. I whenever I and immediately whenever I get done with an, a season of television, I immediately like if I liked it, I'm like, when's the next season? And with <laughs> Netflix all the time or like other streaming services, like who knows? But oh, apparently, I watched ever, this yeah. one in the perfect week, where as soon as I Google, it was like literally four days ago. They were like, Apple announces the, the Ted Lasso season two for summer. That's so, awesome. Super down, man. So what do you rate this thing? I'm gonna rate it a nine out of ten. Oh yeah, dude, I'm gonna do this. I'm actually, I, I think I'll, I'll give it. I'm gonna give it a, uh, yeah, I'm gonna give it a nine as well. This is a great, is a great, great, great uh, yeah, series. It's, it's, it is amazing. Like I, and it was, it was what I wanted without knowing that that's what I wanted whenever I was watching <laughs> it. You know? Yes. Yes. We're like, I want some real, real drama that is uh, positive. You know, it's like uplifting, yes. uplifting real drama. Yes. It's like a whole genre in and of itself. Because most of the time you watch real drama and you're like, man, this is like, this is heavy, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But uh, this one left me with a good, a good feeling after each episode. Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. Uh, that's it for this week. You can find us online at stayintargetpodcast.com on social at chrisright250. And johnwright777. And at Stay Target Pod. Please go to your podcast service of choice. Review us. Tell all your friends about us. We really appreciate it. We do. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Stay, Stay on, on Target. Target.